There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to The Erin May Henry Show. This is a podcast created to help you to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. Here, we talk all about personal branding, online business, social media marketing, and everything in between. And along with serving you some incredible lessons about how to grow your personal brand, we also have some amazing chats with extraordinary entrepreneurs and influencers about how they built theirs. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to know to become known online, grow your influence, impact, and income. So with that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Erin May Henry Show. What I wanted to discuss in today's episode was live streaming. But not only did I want to give you tips about how to use live streaming to grow your personal brand and your business, I also wanted to walk you through some of my tips of how I handle nerves when live streaming. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I recently had my workshop on visibility. It was an amazing workshop, Visibility 101. I had 75 incredible people join. And one of the topics that I did discuss obviously was live streaming because I truly believe it is such a good tool for becoming visible online. The algorithms love it. The audience love it. And when you get over the nerves, you'll eventually love it too. But of course, a lot of people did get kind of apprehensive about live streaming when they're not used to it because of the whole nerve side of things, the lack of confidence. A lot of the questions that came up were around, well, what if I get asked a question that I don't know the answer to? What if I make a mistake? What if I get what what if I forget what I need to say? What if I say the wrong words? All of these things that are a, you know, very common thing to be worried about when going live or speaking live in any respect, whether it's, you know, a client call or a consultation call or a live event or a networking event, all of those natural fears that come up around doing something live came up. So I wanted to create this episode in response to that for anyone who knows that live is a really good tool to use in their business and growing their brand, but you're just too nervous to do it. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. But before I actually gave you tips about how to go live and how to handle those nerves, I just want to make sure that you understand why live streaming is so important. So If you don't know, which I'm sure you do, but just in case, live streaming is obviously the practice of going live. It's creating content in a live sense. Most of the platforms do have a live element to them. I'm sure you've seen a Facebook live. Hopefully you've seen one of my Facebook lives. If not, come join the Erin May Henry page. I do them pretty regularly there and in the May Collective group. But Instagram also now have a live feature. YouTube have a live feature. And there's also other independent platforms like Periscope, which you can live stream on as well. 
So live streaming is huge. Live streaming is huge for business. Live streaming is huge for entrepreneurs, big businesses, even the news corps and large businesses like Coke and cooking shows and things like that have all been adopting a live streaming technique and strategy within their business because it's just so powerful. But for you specifically as an influential entrepreneur, live streaming is just so good because it almost forces you to be raw and authentic. You know, the version of you that hangs out for coffee with your best mates or, you know, is just chilling with your family or your partner, the version of you that you're not really thinking about, when you get good, I'm not saying this happens in the beginning because, of course, we're pretty robotic sometimes in the beginning, but when you get to that point where you feel a lot more comfortable with live streaming, then that's the version of you that comes out. You know, even when we're doing an Instagram story or if we're recording a, a YouTube video or any type of pre-recorded video, we have control over what comes out and what the audience perceives from that because we can edit it in any way we like. But with live streaming, there's no capacity to do that. Whatever comes out of your mouth is received immediately by the audience. So even though you might be nervous, you might be filtering yourself a little bit, like eventually you will just become so raw and authentic. And that version of you that the people in your real life have fallen in love with, that is what your audience will get to see. The second reason why I absolutely love live streaming, and I think it's such a powerful tool is because of the real time engagement. I talk about engagement so much for growing your personal brand and for growing your business, because I truly do believe that your engagement is the only metric that you should be measuring with your social media efforts and your content creation. You know, we've moved past the era where having a lot of likes or having a lot of followers on Instagram really means anything because we all know there's so many ways to fabricate that. But engagement is a little harder. Getting real authentic engagement, real questions, real praises, real disagreements, real opinions, on your content is not something that can necessarily be done by a robot or one of those businesses that, you know, have fake accounts following you. So engagement is obviously huge. I read a stat the other day and I'm sorry, please don't judge me on the fact that I cannot remember the source and I cannot credit this, but it, I read a fact the other day that brands now, when they're looking to work with influencers, the main thing that they look are looking at are their engagement levels, like what are the types of comments? And even further than that, what are the demographics of the people who are leaving those comments on their content? Because they're not dumb. Like they know they're not going to be working with people who've got all of these fake accounts and fake followers. They don't want to be wasting their money because they're their content, what they're paying for, isn't going to get in front of anyone. So they're really looking at engagement. Engagement's huge, but I digress. Engagement on live streaming is so awesome because you as the presenter, not only get real-time feedback on what your audience thinks about the content that you are presenting, but it also feels freaking amazing to have a real conversation. And this is from both perspectives. You as the influencer, as the entrepreneur, it feels really good to be spurred on by your audience saying, this is great. This is really helpful. It really does pump you up when you are on that live. But additionally for the audience member, like it feels really good to have real-time engagement with the people that you follow. Sometimes the people you 
follow online can feel a little reserved and a little remote because they're posting a picture, we might be commenting, they might be commenting back, but it's still a delay in the time of that communication. Whereas on live streaming, it's you and that person talking, even though there are other people there, when they directly answer your question, it feels like a real conversation and nothing is more powerful than that. If we actually think back to the beginning of why social media started taking off and overtaking traditional media, it was because of that two-way communication street. And now live streaming has just opened that in a completely different channel, a one that feels really good and really, really responsive from both sides, the audience and the creator. Also, the thing with live streaming is that a lot of the platforms are prioritizing live video. So Instagram prioritize engagement in any sense, but they also prioritize participation. And what that means is the more you actually participate on the platform, the more that Instagram is going to show your content to people. We know that Instagram's algorithm, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the algorithms all the time. I don't think it should be an excuse for not creating content. But at the end of the day, what I do know is that people who are consistent and participating and engaging are the ones that are getting their content more readily seen rather than those who are just coming and posting and running and kind of forgetting about the platform. So Instagram is definitely participating those who are not only posting images, but doing their stories and live streaming as well. But then of course, Facebook, like when we think about it, Facebook is really trying to compete with YouTube here. So any video content of any form, it is pushing out like no tomorrow. So we even know that Facebook ads, there is a general statistic that shows that video ads are more effective than the images or just text posts themselves. So Video on Facebook is a prioritization by the platform. And if you go live on your business page, then it's probably going to be seen by more people than say, for example, you just did a link share or a text post. Now, the best thing, honestly, the best part about live streaming, and this comes from someone who pretty much does all of the rich content platforms and for a while there did them all themselves But the best thing about live streaming is there's no setup. There's no editing. Honestly, like YouTube videos are great. Even podcasting are great. But these things take time. It takes time to record a podcast, edit a podcast, and don't even get me started on a YouTube video from setting up to editing, all of that stuff. I love it, but it takes time, right? And as entrepreneurs, we are trying to save time with live video All you need to do is press a button and you've created an incredible piece of content. Yes, of course, you might want to plan out your content and even do your makeup and things like that. But at the end of the day, the actual production of that piece of content is just you going live and the post-production, there is none other than maybe promoting it a little bit. But other than that, there's no editing, nothing like that. You don't have to worry about music. You don't have to worry about lighting. I mean, yes, of course you want your videos to be a little bit lit, but there's not the expectation that there is with a YouTube video. So it's so easy to go live. And I say easy in terms of the production side of things. I know mindset wise, confidence wise, it's a different story. And that's what I want to talk about in a second, but it truly means that you can smash out a lot of content when you have video as a part, live video as a part of your strategy, because you can go live three to four times a week, you know, to create three to four videos a week on YouTube or on any other video platform would take a lot more effort. So in terms of consistency, in terms of showing up for your audience, it's one of the best things that you can do. So 
Those are my reasons why you need to be going live. And I hope that they have convinced you that this is an excellent strategy for you to increase your online visibility. But now I just wanted to give my advice. And this is, as I said, my advice. It's not proven. This is my just based on my experience with myself and my clients about how to go live on the individual platforms for, you know, freelancer, entrepreneur, service-based type businesses who are run by people who are trying to grow a personal brand. So I'm not talking about if you have a product, I'm not talking about if you are an agency, if you're a news corp or anything like that. But in my opinion, for those who are growing a personal brand, And additionally, you need to consider your audience and where they are. So that's something, a variable that comes into this this equation as well. But in my opinion, I see it like this. Facebook Live is absolutely great for teaching people things. So for going live, for hosting masterclasses, for really showing up as an expert in your field and teaching your audience about a certain topic. Whilst you obviously can do that on Instagram as well, I think Instagram's a really great place to be a little bit more casual, to have a little bit more fun, to do things like Q&As or really chatty sessions or, you know, potentially speaking about a topic, but in a bit of a more general setting. I think that Facebook's really great to host things like interviews and to get guest people to come. Maybe you have a Facebook group, you could get a guest live Uh, to come on and talk about a particular topic. I see Facebook to be very educational, whereas Instagram is maybe very educational as well, but in a little bit more entertaining and raw sense, even though obviously both of them are super raw. Now, you might disagree with me on that side of things. As I said, this is just what I have found from my perspective. The only thing that I don't recommend doing all the time. You can do it sometimes, but the thing I don't recommend doing all the time is dual casting. And what I mean by this is I don't necessarily recommend that if you're going to go live every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday on your Facebook page and teach about things, then you just also post those on your Instagram. Now, I know a lot of people do this. I know it can be effective, but my reasoning behind this is, is you're not giving your audience a reason to follow you in each of those platforms. You want people to follow you on Facebook because they know they're going to get X, Y, Z from you there, but then you want them to also follow you over on Instagram because they're going to get something entirely different. So while I said dual casting is something that you might want to do, maybe if you're launching a product or you've got a really important topic that you want to talk about, it's not something that I necessarily recommend doing all the time because I know plenty of times I've been really, really excited to see some of my favorite influencers go live on Facebook. And then, you know, a couple of hours later, I say, oh, they also went live on Instagram. And I'm like, bitterly disappointed that it's the same piece of content. That's probably me just being selfish and wanting more, but you know what I mean? It's like, why would someone follow you if they're going to get the exact same thing on both platforms? So try to be creative, try to think about your live streaming strategy and which platform is going to suit you best. Obviously the variables come into this, that maybe your audience just isn't on Instagram whatsoever, or maybe your audience just isn't on Facebook. So they're all different stories for a different day, but that was just kind of a rough guide about how you can go live on each. And I really don't have any hard or fast rules about the lives itself, whether or not you need to go for a certain time, whether or not you need to, you know, have an accompanying workbook or anything like that. Like that's all going to be dependent on the type of business that you're in and what your ultimate goal is. But one thing I do suggest is to, you know, think strategically about your business holistically. And what's really powerful is to use live streaming as a conversion tool as well. So if you are going to go to the F 
effort to do a really in-depth training on Facebook Live, then it might be worth your time to have some type of CTA at the end of that, whether it is sign up for my new program, whether it is I've got my one-on-one coaching or consulting or freelance service, or whether it is sign up for my email list, I've got this opt-in, whether it is, you know, watch my latest YouTube series join my podcast, leave me a review, whatever the CTA is, it might be great that if you've spent that time and you've connected with your audience and you've put them into this heightened emotional state of connection with you, that you utilize, you know, empowering them to take the next step in something that's going to benefit you both. So using CTAs is a really good idea to have for your lives. Now, the million dollar question is, what if I am too nervous to go live. I really, really hear what you're saying, Erin. I know lives are beneficial. I know my audience is going to love it. I can hear all these stories about all these people having, you know, six figure launches just from doing Facebook lives. I get it. I get it. But I'm too nervous. If that is you right now, then. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Please do not stress. I have this golden piece of advice that will literally blow your mind. Are you ready for it? You just have to do it. (laughs) I know right now you're like, oh my God, I literally want to kill you. Honestly, you just have to get over those nerves and do it. Something that's really important to recognize recognize is that it gets so much easier. And when you actually know in your mind that after the fourth or fifth time, the nerves that you're feeling are going to dissipate a little bit and that you will start to feel more excited than nervous and like crippled by fear, then it becomes a lot easier to just jump on and press record that first time. Honestly, the first time I went live and this wasn't even on my own page or anything like that. I was at one of those workshops where they force you to go live in their Facebook group, basically to like promote their own workshop. Anyway, whatever. But I was shaking like, and I don't mean, I mean, shaking as in you could see the camera shaking, but it doesn't matter if you're that nervous, you just have to do it. It's like one of those things like jumping out of an airplane, bungee jumping, getting your nose pierced, getting a tattoo, getting a bikini wax. You just have to hold your breath and just go, okay, this pain, this fear that I'm feeling right now, it's not going to last forever. Just count backwards from three or five or 10, if that makes you feel better, but you just have to do it. And at the end of the day, a quote that I love, which my mom used to always say to me when I was the biggest drama queen growing up, my mom used to always say to me, nothing's the end of the world until the end of the world. By going live on Facebook, you are not going to die. I promise you that. I can literally promise you that unless a really horrific, tragic worst case scenario happened, but I doubt it's going to be linked exactly to the live itself, but nothing really, really bad is going to happen by you going live. It doesn't matter if you completely stall, forget your words, don't say anything. It doesn't matter if someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer to it. Even if those happen, you are not going to die. 
Something that I also really like to think, and this is even when I get really nervous now, so whether it's I'm speaking live or I'm hosting a workshop and I you know, am feeling nervous about it or something like that, I always adopt this very realistic mindset that at the end of the day, this thing that I'm nervous about is going to happen and then I'm going to be exactly where I started. As in, when I wake up the next day, nothing in my life will have changed. My family will still be here. I'll still have access to fresh food and water. I'll still live in a house and all of those things. Like my life isn't going to dramatically change because I've made a mistake or something happened on this workshop. So you've really, really got to get realistic with your mindset because the thing is, of course, the biological responses are going to happen, that fight or flight response where your ego and your mind is going to start telling you, you're going to fail, you're going to get humiliated, don't do this, you know, you're going to look like a fool, all of those ridiculous excuses that we get fed when we're doing anything outside our comfort zone. You have to adopt the mindset and realize that this is not actually a reflection of reality. This is your ego trying to keep you from doing something small. It's trying to instill that flight response so that you run the hell away. But, you know, there's no tiger to run away from. It's just a Facebook Live. It's not the end of the world. So adopt a realistic mindset. Recognize that you just need to do it and it gets so much better. Oh my gosh, I've loved watching the transitions of some of my clients who have been so nervous to go live. They've honestly, like the the disgust in their face that they gave me on the first time that I told them they needed to go live. And now I watch them and they're, they're rocking it. They're selling their products. They're literally loving the lives. So it gets so much better. And everyone that you watch who feels really, who you feel is really confident on these lives, I guarantee you they were nervous AF the first time they started. I know I was, I was nervous the first time I was going to record a podcast. So you get better. It gets better. That feeling goes away. And even beyond this, I know this is getting into a bit of a ramble, but Hey, it's me. Beyond this is that that nervous energy is something really good to actually hold on to because it allows you to transform that energy into something that produces an electric performance. So Beyonce once actually spoke about how she loves nerves and she always gets nervous before she goes on stage because if she's not nervous, then she doesn't have as good as a, of good, as good of a performance because that nervous energy transmits into, you know, performance energy, which makes her so much more electric than if she was mundane before actually going on. And it happens to a lot of speakers as well. Like the nervous energy that a lot of people have in the beginning makes them really great. But as they get more professional, as they go along, if they're not harnessing that energy from somewhere else, they can lose their touch essentially. So it's really good to be nervous because that will transmit into excited energy. And our bodies really don't know the difference between nerves and excitement, to be honest. It's all your mind and the story that you are telling yourself. But anyway, a really, really tangible tip that you can do. I'm sorry for the long ramble, but I hope that I pumped you up to go live. Um, But a really, really tangible thing that you can do is to create a practice Facebook live group. And what I mean by this is just create a group and you can have you and your mom, or I've got one with George, but normally now I just use it for testing technical things. Um, But if you start a group and you just have one other person in it, just you and that one other person, then you could practice going live in those groups without that audience being there, obviously, other than that one other person. So have someone you trust and he's not going to make fun of you. Um, but 
yeah, by actually going and practicing those lives, then you can kind of see the way that you're communicating in a very non high expectation environment where your nerves aren't going to be as high. So you can actually see how you prefer to present. And if there's a particular topic that you wanted to talk about, then you can rehearse it essentially, because I always think the preparation is a really good way to mitigate nerves as well. The more prepared you are, the less nervous you'll feel and the less likely you are to make a mistake. But even on that, I want to make sure that you really understand that it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. People literally expect you to make mistakes when make mistakes when you are going live or stuff up your words or to lose your train of thought because that's the beauty of going live. It's like a real life conversation, you know, when you've been sitting there with your friend at a cafe and they're like, what was I talking about? Like that's a real, raw, authentic human conversation. And that's why I think lives are so powerful. Again, there are certain circumstances where this is not applicable. Like if you were going live as a journalist for a news reporting station, but I'm talking to us influential entrepreneurs who are girl bosses out there, growing our businesses, growing our personal brand, girl bosses, man bosses, whoever, but all the people who are out there trying to make an impact, grow their brand and grow their business, the level, the expectation for you is not this one of professional stuff standard. It's for you being a human being. If you make a mistake, if you forget your words, I make up words on my lives. I'm like, did I actually say that? But honestly, the expectation is not high whatsoever. It's just what people expect is that they're going to have a good time hanging out with you and they're going to get some valuable content in the process. So please don't be worried if you make a mistake. And the final thing is, what if I get asked a question that I don't know the answer to? This is a really important thing because I think a lot of people are going to use Facebook Live as a way to grow their influence and to position themselves as a thought leader. And then they're like, what if I get asked a question? Honestly, use the old PR line. Just say, that's a really great question. I would love to discuss that further in detail with you. Maybe we could chat in the DMs afterwards. Or you could say, wow, that's a really good question. I actually don't know on that one but let me get back to you. I'm going to have a little bit of a think about that. You know, it's very rarely that there is going to be asked a question of you that you really, really don't even have a perspective on or an opinion on or that's so left field that you can't even kind of muster up something. But at the end of the day, if it does happen, just say, you know, oh, that's not really my area of expertise. But if it's not something that you want to admit that to, then you just say, wow, that's a really great question. I'd love to kind of um, continue on with the content, but I can get back to you and we can have maybe a discussion in the DM about that one afterwards. So, I really hope that this was helpful for you. I really hope that you now know why it's important to go live. I hope you have a little bit of an understanding about how you can start going live. Obviously, your own testing, your own evaluation is going to drive your strategy about your live streaming. But I also hope that I gave you some really tangible advice on how to start overcoming those nerves. I know it seems basic, but we often just don't stop to think about the basic concepts and we just kind of succumb to the fear and the excuses that we are being fed. So really, really become conscious to the fact that you're not going to die. It's not the end of the world. Live streaming is a powerful tool. And once you start getting in the rhythm of it, you will become obsessed. You will love going live. It will be one of your favorite things to do because you'll love the feeling of connecting with your audience and showing up and serving in a way that just can't be replicated by any of that non-live or pre-recorded content. So that's it for me. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I cannot wait to see you guys going live. If you go live on any of the platforms, please do let me know. Please do tag me in it if you use any of these tips or if the tips helped you and empowered you to go live because I would love to support you on your live journey and I will see you in the next episode. 
So that is it for today's episode. I really hope that it was helpful for you and that you took away some key information about how you can grow a profitable and memorable personal brand online. If you have not already, I would very much appreciate it if you would leave me a review on iTunes if this podcast helped you in any way. And of course, come hang out with me either on Instagram at Erin May Henry or in the May Collective Facebook group. Now, go out there and become known online. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.